Have you ever thought about how the Nordics are working with sports innovation? My name is Ol Martin, and I'm the founder and CEO of Sporting Global. And today we're having a great episode with Carson. He's the founder of Sports Lab Copenhagen. And we're going to talk a lot about like his experience alongside with the Nordic Innovation Summit happening August 26th. Stay tuned right after this. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Sporting Global Podcast. And today I'm here with Carsten, all the way from, uh, you know, my my friendly neighborhood country, Denmark. How are you, Carsten? How's, uh, how's life and uh, the final preparations before the, the big summit coming up? Hi, Ola. Nice to see you again. And uh, yeah, I'm doing fine. Just uh, back from uh, a summer break here in Denmark, and uh, we've had some really nice weather and uh, yeah, the summit is approaching, so we're we're quite busy. <laughs> I can't imagine. It's, it's it's always good getting those you know few few days off. You know, just right before the rush is happening, you get like some new energy, some uh, you know some fresh fresh air, I guess. And uh, I mean, like you you were saying, you went to like you know tiny island between you know Sweden and Denmark as well. Ha ha. What kind of an island is this? Like, what's uh, how do you? Whoa, yeah, we'll, kind of <laughs> Yeah, we, there's lots of islands uh, in, in Denmark. <laughs> uh, same, I think, in Norway and Sweden. There's yeah. a lot of uh, archipels. But yeah, the, the, we have uh, we have a few nice ones. And uh, first one to an island called Lesser between Sweden and, and Denmark. It's nice. uh, very well known for the salt. Um, they, they have a lot of salt there, but it's a beautiful. Right, uh, right. that makes sense. Did, did you did you buy like some some salsa or something like that you could have? Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we have like a favorite. Uh, like a famous brand like salt brand here in norway as well like r- really local to like where i am and like they've been like you know booming so it's, it's kind of cool like how how these things come up but obviously you know we're we're here today to talk a little bit about you know the, um, the nordic innovation summit a little bit about of course like your experiences uh, as well and there's there's a lot of young people you know kind of like tuning in here listening you know kind of like getting some insight getting some tips and and i guess like f- before we dive into obviously the the summit itself but i think it would be cool if you could just you know give us an idea of like how, how did your journey in the sport industry begin yeah with with, uh, with pleasure um um yeah my my background is uh, so i studied business uh a boring like a lot of people but uh, <laughs> i always wanted to work in sports right and uh but at the time you know that was the early 90s and uh sport was still uh it's not what it was today there was a few a uh, couple big companies img and isl were the two big ones and i yeah, applied to yeah. both of them and they were like yeah thanks but you know you need some experience right so uh so i uh, you know i i had a bit of a more classic uh start of my career in uh, in finance and consulting and uh from there i branched out into the uh more entertainment area i worked for disney Walt disney nice. but on the consumer products uh business uh and so all the licensed products that you can buy with which have disney characters on them yeah yeah it was a booming uh, industry at the time right and that really helped me with the transition into sports because uh, going from Disney into a consulting role, I moved into a more marketing and commercial role. Mm-hmm. And in 2001, January 2001, I uh, moved to Switzerland to work for an agency called ISL. Mm. ISL was one of the big two that I mentioned before. Right. Uh, you know, they had all the, all the Olympic rides, the FIFA rides, marketing, television, and all that. And they right. were in dot com booth, so they created a <laughs> Uh, new media uh, 
division where we had to launch fifaworldcup.com and, and, and a lot of similar sites for other uh, sports federations they have under right. contract. And pretty much it started from, you know, that, that's you know, obviously 20 years ago. And from there, it's just been a, just been a rock and roll journey. <laughs> one event, one organization to another, worked in agencies in front sports and media, uh, international federations, uh, in equestrian and rugby and also for swatch and uh yeah i've been doing a lot of things but we could we could talk that could be another podcast <laughs> yeah I, I think we i think we might have to dedicate an own own episode for that <laughs> you know just mapping to like i mean like you can almost debate though right that that these things are like was part of your startup like you, you part of your uh sports journey you know in a sense like especially in considering their involvement in in sports these days right with like all the all the movies and the brands and like all the stuff involvement and in, in collaboration is there but um but obviously now like you know fast forwarding into today's you know situation in in 2021 uh you 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 know happen to found like found you know a few years back the the sports lab in copenhagen and and i guess like how did the, that idea come to life and and i guess like what are some of the challenges that you know the sports yeah. lab copenhagen is is solving yeah so the the idea uh really came when i made the and actually moved from uh, uh, Switzerland to Denmark. And that was mm -hmm. for family reasons. I have my, my wife is Danish. We have our kids in school here. Right. And after two years in Switzerland, we thought it was time to, uh, to make a move. Uh, <laughs> and I also thought at the time that it was also a time for me to uh, try something different in sports. Um, and I had the idea that a lot of innovation comes from outside the traditional sports organizations. And, you know, sitting on the other side, I was marketing commercial director and these are big sports organizations, you have people contacting you every week, uh, telling you about the latest uh, fan engagement platform or other uh, technologies that you should use in your events. But it's very hard. First, you're very busy. You're under usually under-resourced in a federation. It's very hard to cut through the clutter and see what, you know, which one are the good ones you should work with. Yeah, yeah. And moving to Denmark, I, 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 you know, I started with a, working for a startup here in the health and sports sector, and I could see that was still an embryonic but very fast-growing sector, mm -hmm. uh, and I could uh, meeting you know a lot of investors and other startups. I saw that they all have the challenge of also connecting with a sports organization and understanding, you know, what challenges do they have? How do they take decisions? What's the governance, etc. Right. Um, so I thought you know combining my my experience of that world, my international network. Um, I could uh, help uh, maybe grow the sector in Denmark and to a larger extent, uh, the Nordics. And so that was really the, the starting point. And yeah, that was around, I guess, 70, 80 uh, startups in uh, sports tech or sports innovation, because I think we have to go a bit broader than just tech. Right. Sports innovation in, uh, in and around Copenhagen. Yeah. So we had a good and a good fertile ground as well here because you know nordics are, are tech savvy countries uh, there's a high uh, digital adoption and uh, you know a lot, a lot of things like a lot of good things that i could list about why it's good to uh, a good place for a, a sports tech company here and um for sure in other sectors like fintech and health tech and you know there's other examples as well that have grown over the last years by organizing themselves in a cluster Right. Um, I thought, you know, I want to give it a go and, and uh, see if I can help that sector develop. Um, yeah. 
So that's that's how Sports Lab Copenhagen really started. Um, you know, we, we started with a physical hub. We wanted mm -hmm. to get some startups together under one roof. Yeah, yes. Yeah. We create a place where it's a natural to share experiences and uh, knowledge and uh, and from there grow the ecosystem around that. And that's, that's pretty much what we did. Right. Um, you know, connecting, as I said, the world of sports and startups and uh, creating that ecosystem. And, and then really that grew into the vision of developing a seamless pathway for uh, the growth or let's say the development of uh, entrepreneurs in sports. So mm -hmm. saying, how can we inspire and help students who are uh, maybe interested in getting in that sector? Right. So how can we help them already when they are at the university and then showing them as well that there's a, you know, a structure that will help right. them, uh, along the way, all the way to you know, international scaling and becoming a... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like that, that's that's extremely important, though, if you think about it too, because I, obviously, you know, it's been like you know the last few years and maybe longer too, where it's been like a you know enormous hype of you know being an entrepreneur, being you know having your own company, being like kind of like free, you know, to do to do what you want, and then you sort of like, okay, well, I have my idea, I want to start like, and then then you kind of like, you know, where where's the structure around it, right? And so like having that frameworks and that's sort of like elements quite early i think it's very important also for like realizing is this something that you want to do because as you know i mean like just having a startup being an entrepreneur is, it, it's it's not for everyone i think but uh but it's definitely a fun and challenging journey that, that you will learn a lot from yeah absolutely absolutely and you know it's as you said it's showing that there is a possibility that uh, you know there's a sector that exists that is growing and showing that to students and we have you know, within the student in, uh, incubation environments at the university, we're developing now with the three mm. main universities in Denmark, uh, sports vertical. That's one of right. the new things you'll hear about in the next months. Yeah. We actually have a kickoff workshop this week on that. Nice. But also, uh, you know, it's getting more, it's getting also investors aware that this is an interesting sector to get in. There's not enough investment mm -hmm. going into this sector in the Nordics, but all of a sudden, I think you're probably noticing the same thing. I mean, this year, everybody is like, oh, sports tech, that's, you know, that's that. That's well, I mean, like, it, I feel like it almost had to happen at some point, though, if you think about it, because I mean, like everyone, almost everyone, I will, I will almost debate that everyone has like some sort of relationship to sports, whether you're kind of like, you know, directly like influenced to it or not, you kind of sort of like have some sort of, you know, relationship to it, which is why I think it's, you know, once it sort of like reaches its its peak and that sort of like openness, it's kind of like can, can relate a lot to like, I guess, the, the gaming and esport industry too, you know, in terms of like something that people can relate to, right? Which is why, you know, you see the growth that you do. Um, I think that that makes it also easy to have conversations and usually to get, you know, a meeting with somebody because yeah, everybody can relate. And, you know, they, there's, there's the uh, rational business side of it. And then there's the emotional part mm -hmm. and everyone, you know, wants to somehow uh, be part of it. But I think it's also now about showing about that, you know, beyond the emotional part, there is a real business, an interesting right. business. Yeah. No, and I mean, like the, the business is is there, right? And then and, and as as the industry grows, like, and obviously with the pandemic too, like it just opened like a whole new world of of opportunities in sports and sports tech. So so there's there's definitely a lot of potential, but. Obviously, you know, on 26th of August, you're going to have the Nordic Innovation Summit is kicking off. Um, what is this summit all about? I mean, like, I guess we kind of already been touching a little bit on it, but, but uh, 
yeah, what is it all about and how, how can people attend essentially on this sure. for those that are listening, I guess. So, I mean, this is one of the uh, projects I've been working on for uh, over a year because it was actually supposed to be last summer, but yeah. because of the pandemic, we had to postpone. The reason right. it wasn't going to be last summer is because it was going to coincide with the 50th anniversary of the University of Southern Denmark's sports science and uh, biomechanical uh, mm. department. And yeah, they, they uh, I've been developing a great relationship with them over the last uh, two years, pretty much. And we're as you know the things that I mentioned before with that we're doing with students and their innovation environment, and you know all that is happening. We have another big football innovation uh, project with an innovation football innovation center that we're uh, building and designing at the moment. Nice. But but so there's a lot of things going on with, with that university that's very progressive and. Um, we, so the summit is the idea was how can we create uh, an event where we bring together uh, the academic side and the business side. Mm -hmm. And by the academic, I mean, you know, researchers, uh, students, and the business side, startups, corporates, but of course, also sports organizations and, and uh, NGOs that are involved in sport. How can we bring these people together and discuss, you know, latest research, latest trends, and, and sort of inspire uh, these groups to work closer together mm -hmm. I think that's really what we want to achieve with this uh, right. summit so it's a little bit different to a lot of other summits that you see because there's the real research and the academic part yeah which you'll see as the, the red thread throughout the summit right um yeah and um so really what we what we're doing here is um that we have a number of tracks uh and topics that we can we can discuss about, but uh, this is really what we're what we're doing. And there'll be a physical part uh, in on the university campus in Odense, and there'll be also uh, the possibility to attend online, so everyone can be part of it. Well, well, that's that's always good though, especially I think I think it's you know we talked about it a little bit before you know the podcast started like officially too that you know it's. It, it, it's still a lot of people I think that are just like they're they're so close to be able to like you know leave their country do these kind of things but it's just like maybe that final dose or like something missing you know to make it work so having that dual you know I mean like as you know with that of course like it also creates like some extra challenges because now it's not just a physical event right you also have to like you know do it digitally so, so how has sort of like that bit uh, been sort of like impacted I guess the the, the the structure of the conference of like okay now you have to do both <laughs> yeah well it's uh as you said you know we initially we wanted to do it only physically and then we realized you know that people are coming back from holiday now and trying to figure out you know where what's the status of the pandemic right uh, and you know we, we you're in norway we have a keynote speaker from norway uh, anna Jundan, who's going to make a, a really interesting keynote about uh, her typology of sports innovation and she has to quarantine. If she came, she would have to quarantine ten days. So we said, you know, right. it doesn't work. <laughs> so, so we have we have to uh, to take that into consideration, and, and yeah. that really prompted us to organize this. Uh, also, the online, but yeah, the challenges, as you said, are, are a bit uh, on the technical side. But mm -hmm. nowadays, um, yeah, you know, I think it, it, there's a lot of tried and tested uh, solutions. Right. So, uh, but we have, we, you know, obviously we'd want as many people as possible to come yeah. to uh, Udense. Uh, which is the, the hometown of Hans Christian Andersen. It's a very nice town in the middle of, of Denmark. It's only an hour, about an hour by train from Copenhagen. So it's not very right. far. 
So, um, so if people are in Denmark, you know, or in close by Sweden, you know, like, or, or something like, you know, where you can, if you can travel, you know, you, you should physically be there because the, there will be, you know, a lot of people there, students, you know, researchers, sport organization, you know, physically being there as well. And if, if you can't, you know, uh, join digitally. And, um, and I guess like, you know, you mentioned one of the topics that are going to be covered from, from, from one of the key speakers from Norway, but, but what are some of the other, other key topics that people can discover during, during the summit? Yeah, so we'll have, uh, you know, Anna Tjöndal, but we also have some other really interesting, uh, you might have heard of some of them, keynote speakers, uh, Marcos Aristides Kern, uh, the founder of uh, Fun With Balls, and also uh, he's written a book about the future of sports. Currently, nice. it's in German, but I, I heard there's an English translation on the way. And he's <laughs> talking a lot about, you know, how you use uh, sports innovation and technology to make, uh, to solve the health problems in the world, obesity and, and so forth. And he's got nice. some very, very, uh, uh, you know, forward-looking uh, uh, ideas, um, and I, I think this is going to be a really interesting topic. Then Benjamin Pankert from Sports Tech X is uh, mm -hmm. also coming. Uh, they are coming physically, by the way, so it'd be great to have them with us to talk about uh, also latest trends in, in sports tech and also yeah. paint a bit of the picture in the Nordics. Um, and, and next to this uh, keynote, uh, we have. Uh, two tracks. So this conference is going to be two sort of two parts. There'll be a first part, which is most of the morning and early afternoon, which is a more conference type with the keynotes. But then the two tracks, one will be on football mm. uh, and one will be on more general uh, sports innovation topics. But in both of these tracks, uh, we have uh, one common element, which is uh, why we call ourselves a Nordic uh, Sports Innovation Summit. It's not just because we're in the Nordics, yeah, yeah. but it's also we want to show what, what's the Nordic approach to sports innovation. You know, we, I think the Nordics have uh, traditionally been really, really good at innovating in uh, things like, uh, you know, healthy lifestyle, making people physically active, uh, well-integrated, inclusive uh, societies. Right. Um, so these are topics that you will see in, uh, in the panels, which mm -hmm. uh, will consist of researchers and businesses and sports organizations. So that, again, right. having that, that sort of a mixed uh, dialogue is what we're trying to achieve. And then the second part of the summit uh, is going to be uh, an innovation showcase and a student pitching up a competition. Nice. Which will happen, that's open to the general public. So we yep. hope also for local uh, you know, people to come in and attend and students and so forth. So we'll have a lot of startups, uh, uh, a number of startups at least, that will come and showcase their uh, innovation. But you can actually experience the things uh, yeah. inside for those who will be there. <laughs> well, that, well that, that's great. And I guess, like, um, you know, we were talking a little bit about obviously the you know, you've been mentioning a lot of the target groups, kind of like, you know, you have the, the, the researchers, the academia side, and then, of course, like the sports organizations. But if you narrow it down a little bit into the students and you sort of like mentioning, you know, the, the student competitions, uh, the student competition, pitch competition that is there, like, why don't you share a little bit about that? And also like how, you know, maybe sports students from, I guess, abroad, <laughs> you know, can, can, can be involved somehow, uh, you know, in, in, into the summit. Yeah. So you, you can, of course, register to the summit. Um, 
you know, as a, as a participant, as yeah. a delegate, uh, and there it's, uh, you know, on, you go online on nsisummit.dk. We'll put the, uh, we'll put the link in the, in the bio and share it and all this There's a 50% discount for, for students. Um, and so that, that's just to participate to the conference. And if you want to participate in the uh, pitch, so the pitch competition is open to anyone that's in a university environment and that is either already uh, an entrepreneur, mm. maybe in a, in a university incubation, or has uh, an idea um, that has already developed into something a little bit formal. Um, right, so right. You, you know, you have an idea, you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to, uh, you have this really great idea, but, and, yeah. and it's a good way for you to get experience in pitching and getting feedback from uh, professionals, from a professional jury. So I encourage you, you know, even if you think you're not there yet, but you have, you're still pretty advanced in your, in your idea that you, you, you can actually pitch with a few uh, slides. I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's a good opportunity. And then the, the this pitching competition is supported by the uh, Danish Football Federation and the uh, Danish uh, Football League. Nice. You don't have to be, it doesn't have to be football, by the way, your idea, yeah. but it just happens to be. So you, you, right. there's also prizes uh, for, for the, uh, the, the finalists uh, coming from, uh, from them. And then uh, the two finalists also get some free uh, mentoring from the university and sports lab company. Oh, so yeah, great opportunity. Uh, and you can pitch. Uh, we also uh, allowing uh, online pitching so, um, okay. even so there you go. Uh, you know, a lot of opportunities. Just, just, just go for it. Uh, when is uh, when is the deadline for people to sign up? Uh, both, both, I guess, in attendance, but also for the, I guess, the the pitch competition. If there's any difference there. Yeah. So, <laughs> the uh, the online registration for attending the event, uh, I think, is it at the end of the week. Uh, but uh, just keep an eye on the website because we're I'm, I'm pushing always to, to keep that, uh, you know, to, to try to get as close to the end of the event. But there's also some logistics. Yeah, yeah, of course. That. So that's why uh, the pitching competition, the deadline is actually today. Uh, but uh, if you're hearing this podcast and you're not pitched yet, uh, just uh, yeah, just give me a shout, write to me and uh, we'll see. What we do. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll make sure as well, like from our side, we'll, we'll share like, you know, the link and everything as well and, and, and some insights of how we can how we can sign up. But uh, go for it, you know, uh, grab the opportunity as well. We, we talk a lot about this in, in the podcast in Sporting Global where, you know, at the end of the day, like there's a lot of opportunities out there, but, you know, you have to grab it. You have to, you know, take the initiative. And if you have an ID, you know, and, or if you just want to, you know, listen to some great, you know, panels and, and some great, you know, um, insights, you know, from, from the Nordic, you know, from the Nordic innovation in sports, you know, then go check that out. Um, and, and I guess like to sort of like wrap this up and, and we talk, you know, a lot about, you know, true, you know, the, the, the event, the structure, like how people can attend, but, we always, we always like kind of like ask the question of, you know, what kind of tips do you have, you know, personally for any student or professional that are sort of like looking into like a career in sports? And, and I guess like, I guess you will have like some insights as well, because you kind of like come a little bit from, I guess, the outside <laughs> in a sense going in and, and it's sort of like from, uh, from your side, like what are some of the key tips that you would recommend in, in today's situation? Yeah, and, and that's, you know, that's a question where I, you often get, um, and, and I would say generally there's no one answer and one way to get into sports. That, that's the first thing I've 
you know, been working now in sports for over 20 years and, I, and I've seen people coming from, you know, all sorts of uh, pathways. Uh, so that's the first thing is if you're not in sports now and you want to get into, uh, you know, don't, uh, don't despair. There's a lot of ways to get into and it, you don't have to uh, get in um, right away after university. So I think my, maybe my first tip and you, you heard a bit my, maybe that's also but linked to my experience is that yeah, you know, sure. in finance, which is, you know, um, of course you can do finance and sports as well and legal and sports. So my first tip is, is develop, um, you know, professional experience and, uh, and skill that is an area that is relevant to sports. Mm -hmm. um, because I think, uh, especially over the last, you know, 10 years or so, the sports sector has really professionalized and is really looking beyond people that have a passion for sports is looking for professional uh, expertise right and and when i when i was recruiting that's really that, that was of course it helps if you know a particular sport and you have a passion for it but i would almost say that it, it comes secondary to the professional skill so mm -hmm. go out there you know get a great experience in a startup a company that you can sell uh, in a sports organization after a few years if uh, you know if you can't get directly in, in, into sports um, there's also some good sports masters uh, programs out there uh, that can all, that have very good networks. Uh, so I think that that's a great way to meet other people that have you know want to do uh, also want to work in sports and, and, mm -hmm. and they, they they connect you with a lot of organizations. But then I, I think my my then my last tip is especially nowadays um, and that's probably valid for everything. But you know build your network early on. Yeah. If you're still, if you are in university, uh, go and attend events, uh, do internship in sports, be a voluntary on, on uh, you know, work as a voluntary in sports organizations. There's so many sports, uh, bigger and small organizations. And I think for someone recruiting in sports, you really, that's the kind of thing you really look at is, you know, it has that person really done these things and, 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 and have uh, has shown that they are really uh, interested uh, in, for example, if you want to work in, in sports events, that you are actually uh, doing the, uh, getting all the experience you can. And, and it's a fantastic right. way to to just get to know people. It, it, it's a small family. Everybody- uh, <laughs> It really is. It it's really a small, is. small family, but everybody knows each other. It, so, it's uh, a big, but small family. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> No, but and, and finally as well, like, you know, attend the Nordic Innovation Summit, you know, yeah, August, uh, August 26th, August 26th, sure. it, it's, sure. it's the day. Uh, with that, Carson, I would like to thank you, you know, so much for, for taking the time, you know, for sharing a little bit about, you know, a little bit about your story and uh, mostly about, of course, the, the summit coming up, a lot of exciting things there. And I wish you, of course, like all the best with that. We'll, we'll be there, you know, digitally, of course. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you if you do this, you know, next year, I'll, I'll, I'll almost promise I'll, I'll be there physically. But uh, as you know, a little bit challenging at, at, at the moment, but uh, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll support, we'll support from our office here in Malta. <laughs> We're certainly thinking about version 2.0 of, of the event. Uh, and thanks for having uh, me here. And, uh, you know, we're looking, really looking forward as well to uh, more things together in the future. Absolutely, Carson. Well, I, I don't know if you've seen some of the other podcasts that we do, but we always finish with some Norwegian. So, I mean, like for from you living in Denmark, that, that might not be too hard, you know, but uh, 
But we always finish with Vi snakkes, which means see you later in Norwegian, which I means it's not too far from what the Danish says. That's pretty much the same, Vi snakkes. There you go. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Carsten. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk soon and, and thanks once again for, for taking the time. Thanks, Ola. Have a great day. You too.